Welcome to episode 39 of the FPL Hangover podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone all things FPL related. This week the finishing line is fast approaching, game week 38 is on the horizon and both of us are coming into it on the back of two sexy red arrows. Game week 37 not going according to plan but there's plenty of highs and lows to discuss and here to discuss it with me is someone who has crossed other finishing lines this week. Seamus how are you getting on? Yeah, good, good. I like the way you worked that in. Thanks. The the other finishing thing, yeah. That's why I was having trouble at the start. Ah, is <laughs> Take three. Mm-hmm. Well, this podcast was delayed not only by you stumbling over the intro the first couple of times, yep. but uh, also because we ended up chatting for about Game of Thrones for about an hour <laughs> before starting the recording here today. We did. Sometimes I wish it was a Game of Thrones podcast. I know, yeah. <laughs> I was kind of, we could maybe do that over the summer. Unfortunately, but. our Game of Thrones seems to have come to its uh, nasty conclusion with your lead on the... FPL being pretty much cemented in now I think uh, what's still 60 odd points 70 points 58 points 58 points one game week to go at least I knew last week that uh, you know throwing the towel was the uh, right thing to do but this week I won't lie for a couple of moments uh, things are starting to look like maybe I was uh, a bit premature something my girlfriend knows all about <laughs> and uh, yeah Fucking uh, yeah. highs and lows. I think the biggest talking point. Uh, well, lows and lower lows. Lows and lower lows. There was some highs for me. I think uh, my favorite bit this week was Salah and Van Dyke both getting returns in the Liverpool fixture against Newcastle, and you, your player is not returning and anything. And I've sold Trent. Did Trent get three assists? No, you only got two. two. But you yeah, got yeah. ten points, eleven points, something. Yeah, yeah. I thought actually, I think Shakiri got the other assist. I thought Arnold got that as well. And I was like, I sold him on my white card a few weeks ago. And I'm like, why? He's been killing it since I got rid of him. I kept Robbo, so fair enough. Yeah, but, but it's rare to see, you know, a shit ton of Liverpool goals and Robertson come away with one point. Uh, I was definitely happy. And I got a chuckle off of that with himself, Mane, Blanken and Salah and Van Dijk. <laughs> a little little too late for me, but that was definitely one of the highs for me this week. But I can imagine uh, one of the lows for you and one of the lows for lots of FPL uh, players out there this week and definitely the biggest headline was uh, involving uh, a little Korean man called Son he's not so little he's pretty tall is he? what, what height is he? Nah, I'd say he's my height 5'10, 5'11 nah, that's not tall yeah so and he's not small I don't know I just assumed he was because you know he looks tall maybe, yeah. he's not. maybe it's all just <laughs> hair the way he styles his hair yeah. or something like that but yeah he um, he decided to, to lash out there I mean when I first watched it because I missed uh, pretty much all the games this weekend just kind of saw highlights on uh, Twitter and stuff like that saw a clip of it and I was like that's just a push but it's a bit more aggressive than a push he kind of it was kind of like he I don't know transitioned yeah. from throwing a punch into an aggressive push kind of thing yeah I think what's come out about it is that there was a stamp on his hand or something beforehand yeah he was the- picking up the ball for a free kick when somebody came in and Verma. kicked the ball so he just uh, mm. got a bit ratty he and- did and that's all a red card which a record in the first half, which was minus two points he came uh, out of the game week with, which was a big disappointment for lots of FPL managers this week. I know I was a little worried. I mean... Yeah, you don't even I, have him. No, I didn't have him. Ugh. So I didn't... like I Again, you, low for you, I was laughing my balls off. Who'd you have? Ericsson, is it? I had Ericsson. Ah, yeah. That's a five-point swing. <laughs> he did nothing. And I was like, I'll take it. Three points over... Or two points is a four-point swing. But you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, I'll take it. they lost it. their last-minute clean sheet. They did. They? Which was another, you know, like big shock I was in. delighted when that happened because I don't have any Spurs defensive coverage and it looked like a lot of people who have Lloris in the top 10k were on for a nice big 7, 8, 9 point 
you know, yeah. gain on me. This was before Man United decided to drop points at Huddersfield, so I was still looking at yes. you know, Spurs dropping points against Spurs. I was like, that's good. You know, I yeah. was like, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but no, that was a big shock. So Spurs losing their clean sheet in the 90-odd 90, 90 minute. Bournemouth finally cracking a nine-man team down. Nathan Ake again, a man that used to be in your team. He did, yeah. Well, he was more of like a little punt for those that... Uh, yeah, the game week 31 33 blanks. the blanks exactly but he did he picked me up in an attack and returned that and he did he delivered another one this week for anyone who would have still had him in his team that was one of the biggest uh, I think kind of headlines this week from the FPL outside of that I know Sterling and Aguero blanking that would have been another massive effect on ranks and captaincies this week something that both of us felt a sting from as well so that would have been I think a bit of a, a blow to a lot of uh, fantasy managers and a, and a helping hand to those who you know, for those who decided to kind of think outside the box this week, for anyone that captained Zaha, I saw him captained by a few people. Um, that was an interesting one. Hazard, he was another one that delivered yeah, this week. Yeah, Hazard was one that people would still have in their team. And I thought he was a really interesting captain choice. But, you know, the only way I was ever going to get him in is if I took out Sterling, which wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, you that, also had people captain Salah and stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Um, I saw... I've gone behind because I had a terrible week I've gone behind in my cash league which I just went top of for like the first time since like before Christmas how many points did you um, drop behind now I, wa- I don't know how many points ahead I was mm. but I think it was like maybe six or six or seven I'm now I'm now 17 points behind that's not too bad going into yeah but it means like that's like that's the cash league it looks like you know as I said 50 what is it 58 points between us right now me and you mm-hmm. so that kind of feels like that's wrapped up so I'm like maybe I should go for some differential kind of captain choice but if I do that I always think back to like when I captained Maluda yeah. like last game week of like the 2010-2011 season or something like that and he got me like double one double one I remember that that was a long <laughs> he came time off at half time or something yeah. super like that so cause that's when Maluda was playing well and I think I lost uh, a couple of leagues doing that kind of maverick move. <laughs> so I'm thinking, if I really want to, like, Captain James Ward-Prowse this weekend against Huddersfield and go kind of a bit maverick, yeah, I could come in. But, you know, that could open the door for you <laughs> to come in then. I don't think you need to worry about it too much. I won't be making any massive maverick moves. And, I mean, that brings us to, like, your... How this, you know, this game week affected your overall rank and stuff. And I know you were just knocking on the door of the top 10k last week. You think we were around 12k? Yeah. And uh, just outside that. And you got a red arrow this week. How much uh, places did you drop down? Where are you sitting now? Uh, it was a significant enough drop. But I'll take where I am right now. Because earlier on this season when I was up around 12k when I had a bad game week the drop was way higher yeah because there's less points on the board so there's less points separating you know we'll say 15k from 50k well tell us what points you got this week so I ended up with 26 points this week not a single attacking return I don't know I I have to go back and check I don't know if I've I'm sure I got an assist at least one game week this oh, season. Oh, this season? Yeah, this season. Yeah. So I, this could be my first game week with no attacking returns. I got two clean sheets for Bali and Ederson. And uh, Ederson over Laporte has been pretty much up to this game week, 50-50. I'm like, you know what? They're getting like the same attacking points for you know Ederson being a good bit cheaper than Laporte. I had Laporte at some stage as well mm. earlier in the season. But uh, he only got six this week, and Laporte ended up getting the assist for company's thunder bastard of a goal. He did, yeah. So that was another three bonus points for Laporte. He's a three bonus points scoring machine. Yes, I did. So he assist. got 12. So anyway, look, I got six for Ederson. I'm not going to give out. He's one of the few guys that did something for me he's this week. He's one of the only two. 
Yeah, him and Bali. Mm-hmm. The rest, like, I have a strong midfield. Sterling, Son, uh, Mane, and I had James Ward-Prowse. James Ward-Prowse didn't even feckin' start. So yeah. I had four points for my four midfielders. Yeah, no, it was a pretty abysmal week, I'd say, for you. You got 26 points overall. The average this week was a 48 points. And that saw your rank drop from 12k to, I believe, 20-odd k now? Yeah, 12.7k to 20.4k. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... Uh, that's um, a big order. It's the first game week rank I've ever seen my game week rank being over six million. Yeah, what was I've it? seen six five million, million yeah. point five point something million before when I've had awful weeks, but six six point one million. You know, there was a lot of ghost teams at beach. Oh my god! <laughs> like that's uh, twenty two points behind the average. Yeah, which and, is crazy. Yeah, and actually, the top ten k average this week was lower than the overall average, which kind of goes to show you that you know it's a lot of kind of ghost ships ghost teams that kind of did better not just I don't like I wouldn't agree with you 100% there I think I know what you're saying there is a lot of ghost teams there that would have definitely got points this week a lot of teams still with like the likes of Hazard Captain and Audovich all that kind of stuff but I think outside the top 10k you also have a a large percentage of the population like the the FPL population that are still active Hmm. looking for differentials like the likes of that's what I'm saying the likes of people who captain Hazard this week the ones who was uh, they would have known that Sterling and Aguero were probably the safer options which Hmm. I think the top 10k's are far more likely to pick you know when you're not I don't think it's because of the captain choice though I really don't I think it's um, not many attackers did well this week okay? yeah, so you mentioned Zaha scored and you mentioned uh, Arnautovic uh, scored too as well yeah Rondon um, oh Rondon scored Rondon yeah Rondon you know scored. stuff like that these are players that yeah some teams will have but it's more to do with the defence mm. like the likes of Laporte as I mentioned got 12 points Doherty got 12 points Louise scored a goal he got like something like 14 or 15 points. 15 points, yeah. Yeah, you know, if you had these guys, you know, if you had Trent Alexander-Arnold, what's that, 10 points, Van Dijk has like 8 points. These are highly owned players, but you could easily have a defense of, like I had Bali instead of uh, Van Dijk. Yeah. You might have, um, you know, Ederson instead of Laporte. Mm-hmm. You may have had Robertson instead of Trent. Yeah. I'm just naming my defense yeah, right now. Yeah, pretty much. You could have had your team. <laughs> yeah, you could have had my team where yeah. I uh, where I didn't get half that. So, I mean, if you didn't get the points in the defense, can, I can't think of any kind of big players, highly owned players, um, percentage-wise, that had massive hauls. Other than Hazard, you know, Zaha is, is kind of lowly owned. Yeah, um, Salah but, got a seven-point return. Yeah, Salah got something. Yeah, so, yeah. I, like, the person I went behind, Jamie Curley, in, the, uh, in our head-to-head league, in our cash league, sorry, uh, I don't think he changed his team from last week because he left it on the captaincy on Hazard. Oh, that fucking so, uh, Or not on Hazard, excuse me. He left the captaincy on Salah. He doesn't oh, Hazard. okay. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I was he, he didn't make any change from last week. Uh, I don't even think he changed his bench, but uh, yeah, he kind of did well there. So yeah. now I'm chasing him and I'm going to have to probably do some rogue moves. Rogue moves are us. Yeah. I got a slightly better score than you this week. I got 40 points, which was still eight below the average. You know, um, I was actually a little disappointed that it was so... Like that it was a red arrow I thought you know what I was kind of mainly just looking at your points going oh he's got such a low my I must get have a decent score this week and then the average being 48 I was like oh fuck I was like I'm actually not having a great week myself either mm. and looking at where we missed out in points this week I mean as we mentioned I had Salah and Van Dijk so I would have gained points and you dare mm-hmm. I also got um, some you know return oh no basically yeah I got the clean sheets for Bennett and Van Dijk 
and I would have got seven points for Salah. That would have been like kind of the main difference between myself and yourself. Yeah, Salah you over uh, Son. Salah like over nine Son. Point difference. Exactly. You had a minus two on your team as well. Um, my changes this week. I had two transfers, and I decided that I was going to basically kind of get in on the Man United and Everton train. And I was looking at Sigurdsson. He was someone I kind of wanted, but there was no room in midfield. I didn't really fancy getting rid of Redmond. Yeah. He had a nice fixture and has a lovely one this week as well. So I didn't uh, like the looks of Lorente. I knew that that was a mistake. So I was like, fuck it. Yeah, you've been mentioning him the last couple of weeks. And I think, you know, I would have been in the same boat as you. If I could get rid of him, I, I would have considered it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I mean, I knew they had a nice match against Bournemouth. But you just knew, or you just know he's not. Uh, he didn't start. He's not, exactly. And he hasn't started in the last couple. And it's like, okay, fuck it. That's that. He's obviously going with Son and Mora up front. So cut my losses. And I got in Calvert-Lewin. So seeing Everton win 2-0, um... Like I had also considered, I brought in Luke Shaw for Dunk because I wanted to cut down on some of my Brighton to <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like three defenders. So yeah, I was like, yeah. "Fuck it, I'll go Dunk uh, to Luke Shaw and maybe get lucky with uh, some United points." And uh, no, neither of those uh, worked out. Calvert-Lewin blanked, and that was a bit of a pity because I could have went in with Dinga instead of for instead of Luke Shaw because uh, yeah. I had Everton. I didn't want to go in twice, and Everton have a tough fixture next week against Spurs. So away to Spurs. Yeah, so. Dinia was the other guy who ended up getting twelve points because he, he, uh, he got an assist. Dinia, Coleman, <coughs> Darcy, uh, Luis. Yeah, uh, they all set Laporta. There was, you're right. Like there was a. Shit I think. I think uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin there was a really good shout. Could have been a genius move had it worked out. Uh, Everton came out of the blocks and uh, attacked Burnley like straight away and were like two goals up within twenty minutes and the game was kind of over. Mm. Then they kind of sat back, but you know they were. They were bossing it. Like they could have had a good few. Uh, Dinya did look really threatening. Um, I know hindsight is you know twenty 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 or fifty fifty as I like to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean now you look at it. That was one of my proposed moves. You mentioned having to get rid of you know uh, Dunk. Yeah. You know because you had too much Brighton coverage on your team. Um, I felt the exact same way. My Southampton defender Yoshida was basically confirmed not going to play. So I was like, right, I'm gonna have to start uh, Mariapa, who might not even play. Uh, and West, uh, sorry, Watford were away. I can't even remember who they put, were playing yeah, this week. Watford but um, you know, Chelsea. Oh, they yeah, they were away to Chelsea, or I had to play Duffy away to Arsenal. So I was like, right, I should probably try and address this. So I was like, you know what, I'm not going to play Duffy for the rest of the season. Out he goes, and I had the option to get in Keane. Mm-hmm. Couldn't afford Dinia or Dean. So I had the opportunity to get in Michael Keane. Decided, you know what. They've only got seven clean sheets in their last nine. They've only got seven you in know, their last that's, nine. That's not, that's not <laughs> that great. Uh, I'll go for one Basaka instead. Yeah. And that was kind of born out of... I preferred Everton's fixture in game week 37. Yeah. But I didn't like their fixture as much in 38. And I thought, you know what? I can play one Basaka for both game weeks. Yeah. I um, think that's a solid move. I mean... No, it didn't work out. Well, <laughs> as you said, there's another game week to decide whether it worked out. If, if one Basaka pulls off one of his famous nine-pointers this week, I think uh, you'll be pretty chuffed that you did, and Michael Keane does not. You'll be pretty chuffed, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I mean, it is what it is, and that was uh, that's my decision this week. If I hadn't gone for that, I would mentioned I was looking at getting Zaha for Vardy. You did, and he well, scored. Yeah. A lot of people told me that I chatted to online on Twitter. Told me not keep Vardy if anyone's going to score against City, it could be him. And I was thinking, you know what, this could be Liverpool's year, and if it is, and I sold uh, Vardy is going to be the person that's going to you know do it for him, you know. Possibly, you know, he'd be the one most you, likely you to really score. You really fucking hoped, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I didn't I mean, hope, but I was just saying. I get you. Like, City looked very, very shaky against Leicester on Monday night. And yeah. 
But to be honest, Vardy never looked like uh, you know he never looked never missed any clear cut chances. He didn't do any, any actual on it. Right? I haven't you know? uh, yeah I haven't really seen the highlights of that game yet. I yeah. saw a couple of highlights, but I saw Iheanacho's miss. Yeah, it was just disastrous. He's still definitely getting paid by Man City. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I um I watched it here and I was actually like I was nervous. I was kind of going, oh Jesus! And City it had gotten to them a little bit. You could tell, but you know outside of the reality of the football match, I don't think any FPL Leicester FPL uh, options kind of look dangerous prayer had a great game but you know City were constantly pressing on him and you kind of felt like it would be a matter of time before they scored so I think I mean Vardy he has a fixture next week that's you know just as fucking tough like he's got a home match it's not Chelsea. just as tough it's, that's way easier than Man City but okay. it is still a tough one though. okay it's fair. It's, that's a fair comment I think uh, it's just as tough for uh anyone you know yeah. to fucking be playing a top six team yeah but you know what i mean like they're going to basically have to be training just as hard for him but that. there's like a top two now which is a whole lot further ahead than the rest of the top six like chelsea yeah. under day could lose to anyone so yeah you're right and i'm definitely not going to die on that hill yeah, i probably no. shouldn't have even but, started it but <laughs> on on paper if you look at it you kind of go oh chelsea that's a tough fixture but then yeah. you think about it you know what Vardy's good against these bigger teams uh, Chelsea are away I think are they Chelsea are away yeah Leicester Chelsea are away yeah. Leicester at home I'm like I could I could so you I could see in, a scalp you stick him he's, two goals a, he's two goals away from 20 well, I'm going to have to because i got to deal with this sun-shaped problem in my team right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. Uh, defence is okay I'm not going to make any transfers there um, but I don't like the fact that I've got Vardy away to Chelsea and at home to Chelsea and Jimenez away to Liverpool yeah so my kind of plan had been to move one of those guys out so that red card I was hoping it would get rescinded, but there's no chance in hell it was. No, I don't think so. I think it was rescinded. I, I, I briefly tried to defend it on Twitter yeah. until I saw a replay and I was like, yeah, it's, yeah. I think when you see red. Spurs fans coming out and saying it's a red card, it's like, that's fine. You yeah. I, mean? I thought it was just a shove, but it was a bit more aggressive more, than that. Yeah, it was more. But yeah, so that that's going to leave, like, not only is he suspended for next week, but he's also suspended for the first two fixtures next season, no? Yeah, I was thinking that. Um, He will. Yeah, so um, unless they fun. have a charity shield no they won't have a charity shield game no yeah they're going to miss the first two there next year um, that's future Seamus's problem yeah. future Jerry's problem <laughs> uh, we must remember that though at the next start of next season when we're doing the pod oh, I'm sure um, that's all anyone will be talking about you know do you have son do you bother getting him in and you know having him on your bench no. you can guarantee there'll yeah, be yeah, questions like that that's, the obvious answer is no but yeah, anyway I let's know. not get into these, these future <laughs> yeah. silly questions you're, you're right. oh I will point out one thing okay so you're what did you say 40 points this week yeah, 40 points. Uh, versus my 26. Mm-hmm. Uh, was enough to beat me in the head-to-head league. Oh, fuck yeah. I forgot about that. And we were tied on points. So now you're three points ahead of me in the head-to-head league with one game to go. Oh, perfect. So I can't even lose. And Yeah, I don't know. You're probably <laughs> playing somebody who's not even playing anymore. Yeah, I'm okay. playing Rory. Yeah, yeah. Well, Rory had a fucking good week this week. He's still playing and he captained uh, Doherty. Yeah, did he? Uh, he did, yeah. Which Jeez, that's a good decision. Me. Yeah, he, and I was saying to him, I was like, you do realise he also hit the post uh, <laughs> there in the first half as well, you know? So he captained Doherty. That worked out very well for him. And I think this is... like I actually... Red Arrow aside, I actually was pretty happy with this week in terms of laughing at how bad your week was going was definitely helpful. Yeah. But And also, like, just there not being too much kind of pressure. Because, you know, as I said, I kind of re- looked at the 
futility of it last week and I was like you know what I was playing a bit pressure free this week so yeah. I was enjoying all the ups and downs like the sun reg- the sun reg- even if he, if I had sun I would have still been laughing at that yeah. that was hilarious and him like the reverberations that's going to have on next week as in game week 38 mm. like people have to deal with that issue now there's a lot of people even captain sun I think 1333 managers triple captain sun last week I was going to ask how do you remember that number but it's a lot of trees trees. so let me ask you okay you're in my position Mm. what do you do with Sun where do you go I think Sun is now 8.7 8.6 million yeah there's an obvious move yeah Pogba straight to Pogba what do you think that I think like should I do it is what I'm asking yeah I get you I get you and if you look ahead at United's fixture against uh, Cardiff Look, Cardiff are down. They're relegated. Um, that doesn't mean that they won't fancy themselves against United. But and with United's current run of form, I would fancy anyone against them. <laughs> but uh, like so bad at the minute. Yeah, I mean, all you have to do is look back to last week to to you know look for evidence of that. So this week, you know, recommending United player is tough. But with Pogba, with the penalties in his locker, I think it's definitely a safe bet. He hit the post and the crossbar. He did, you know, yeah. twice this week. He so um, he could have easily had uh, two goals. Yeah, but he didn't. Uh, yeah, um, I kind of watched that match, but I was kind of in the pubs, and I was was immediately after that race on Sunday, so I was only kind of half paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, Congratulations by for beating your personal best as well. Thank you, yeah. thank you. And uh, yeah, I, I, it didn't really look like he was. Two hours. I don't know. I mean, well, I, I avoided him. This I could have gone Sun to Pogba this week, which or for game week thirty seven, and I laid off it. But a home game is more tempting. Yeah. But I just think Ole's going to ring some changes. A lot and of talk of playing young players in in this game, and he's already said some players have played their last game for the club. Has he said that? Yeah, yeah. I think no. he said it. He's come out and said that last week. He said some players will be playing their last games for United, and then he said after this game, some players have probably played their last game for United. He's definitely talking about John. <laughs> I'm I don't know who he's talking about. I'm joking. I think he's talking about Martial. It could and be Sanchez, maybe Mata, even if you had an yeah. read of his blog. Herrera. But uh, either way, um, I think Pogba is is a definite option this week. It's hard to kind of give him a hundred percent seal of approval, but I always like say, who would you get in instead? Like, who are you looking at that you think is more likely to to pull in some points? And and around his price bracket, like the eight point five million in between that and nine. There's not a whole lot of options out there. I mean, you could look at City. But you could go down. Yeah, you could. But I think even going down, you enter even more dangerous territory with the likes of the last game of the season. You don't know what the formations are going to be. You don't know what's going to happen. If it was me, I'd be looking at teams who still have something to play for in terms of with United. Sure, no one's to play for other than Liverpool and City, do they? Well, I think, yeah, I mean... I suppose, you know, Spurs and Chelsea, they're all still... No, Chelsea are, Chelsea are guaranteed top four now, aren't they? I'm not 100% sure, but either way, there'll be teams there looking for, you know, results. You know, the likes of United, they don't want to go out and, you know, just play shit again, do you know that kind of way? Yeah. So they'll be looking to pick up points. So the te- like the midfielders yeah. I'm thinking of are... Like, if it was me and I was looking at swapping Son out, I think Pogba is a valid option. I'd also be looking at uh, maybe the likes of Bernardo Silva. I think he's a, a nice one-week punt. I fancy him playing against uh, against. Uh, yeah, see, I can't, I can't afford it. I've got my three Man City players in my roster already. So. Oh, shit, you have Ederson. Yeah. I keep forgetting. Ederson and Gold. So yeah. I'm a bit hamstrung by that. Yeah. Uh, what you've mentioned is very is very good point, very salient point. You know, pl- teams that are playing for something and United... United aren't even play- actually hang on United aren't even playing for anything if no, they win they can't get to the, they can't qualify top no four. I know but what I mean is they're playing for to like maybe rub the smell of last week off them 
Yeah. Do you know that's my point? It's, it's like they're not. Way of putting yeah, it. it's like no one wants to end the season fucking as poorly as they did last week. So they think they'll have something to prove. I mean, hopefully, if you can't rally uh, a bunch of lads, even young lads like you talk about for the last game week of the season, when the fuck can you? Do you know? Yeah. One team that potentially is playing for something is Arsenal. Mm-hmm. They are three points behind fourth, three points behind Spurs, with um, Burnley yeah. next. But like the way their away form has been, first of all, and their recent form has been, you know, I could not back any um, Arsenal yeah. assets at this time. I think um, I heard during the week someone talked about uh, this head-to-head, like this tight neck-and-neck uh, season between Liverpool and City might be one of the most boring uh, head-to-head, you know, but closest head-to-heads ever. Uh, basically because, you know, they expect both teams to win constantly like that. And I think that kind of applies to FPL a little bit as well. It's getting to that stage of the season where you're right. Like, there isn't a whole lot of teams with stuff left, left to play for. There are teams who need to, uh, as I said, kind of pick themselves back up after having a really shitty, uh, you know, last couple of game weeks. There are teams that are playing with freedom now. The likes of Fulham, they have a lovely fixture this week against Newcastle. Uh, you know, they're playing well the last couple of game weeks. I know they... I think the drop points to Wolves was it who they lost this week to uh, who lost Fulham Fulham lost to Wolves yeah 1-0 to Wolves, Wolves yeah so I mean but they didn't you know they, they're playing decent there's teams out there with points to be got but it's hard to to really kind of as you said there's just not a load of them I think I agree with that and this is something I was worrying about earlier on this season mm. when I was saying look these you know with teams getting relegated with Huddersfield being so poor and Fulham being so poor earlier on you knew they were getting relegated and you knew it was going to be confirmed in game week 30-31 whatever it ended up being confirmed in Yeah. Um, the top two were pulling away and you know I always thought like the battles for positions were going to be maybe that last relegation last relegation <laughs> place and the uh, the top four or top six Yeah. so yeah that's kind of how it's come to pass and if you recall last year there was a double game week 37 wasn't there there was um, and a lot of people held on to their kind of um, bench boosts and their wild cards for around that time I think I triple captain them in 37 last yeah, year, yeah and it was one of those game weeks where last year was kind of the same there was only a few teams that were kind of had something to play for so there was mass rotation in like one of the games and you know people unexpectedly being benched I mean the only thing that can sometimes happen at the end of a season like this is one or two players are going for the golden boot and just start trying to score loads of those goals. Yeah. But a lot of the time what happens is things are settled. You just get like some shite performance out of nowhere that you're not expecting. Um, now, that being said, United were playing for something last week, so they should have been beating Huddersfield. But, you know, Arsenal, there's no accounting for Arsenal. Spurs have been losing a ton of games lately and just kind of been going that way this season, which is why I think it's important to kind of get those ships played early and one of the reasons why I thought look I thought 34 and 35 this season wasn't too late because there's still be stuff to play for but 37 is too late to be playing a bench boost and wild card I think it very much depends I mean like as you said last week game week 37 was a double game week that's not too late to be playing any chip a double game week is a double game week if you can get 15 players playing twice 35 37 last week last year sorry no, oh last year 37 yeah. yeah that's something like if, if if it was whatever way the fixtures kind of lay like last year double game week 37 that's not a bad idea to be playing the chip that late I think it kind of depends I think if you learned anything from this season it's that you know there's never really a wrong time to play the chip it's but I just did, how you play the I chip I did play my bench boost last season in 37 and it didn't work out well for me because of that reason so I, I think um, I think I stand by it I think 
that's something I learned from this year and made sure that no it didn't come to pass mm. if it was the only double game week I'd say maybe hold on to it but yeah. there's always a, like another double game week at 31, 32 between 31 and 35 or something like that yeah no you're so, right and look let's let the chip talk die for this season alright yeah we're going to be right. hitting this hard next year with the uh, you know upcoming season when that approaches we're going to be talking about chip strategies how we felt they went last year we'll even be talking about it in our season review episode but <clears throat> looking back again at last week I think there was a blast from the pass with the likes of uh, Marco Arnautovic banging in two goals I saw yeah. a couple of uh, you know punt picks who had captained the likes of Arnautovic very cheeky if yeah, you yeah you said that I didn't see a single team with Arnautovic in it never mind captained him yeah I think none of them in our leagues but I just again I suppose these fish media. comes out yeah these, these yeah. fish rise to the top when uh, something like this works out but it's still funny to see yeah you check the overall rank then and they're like yeah. 380,000 in the world like, after a captain hall from <laughs> Arnautovic yeah yeah exactly you're going oh, okay that's right but even then as I said if shit's just going wrong for you uh, it's you know it's funny if you're There's down no, there, you yeah, play you play the game, you have fun. Yeah, you exactly, enjoy it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. There's no shame in it. That's exactly the kind of shit you make. I don't fun mean to be it. shaming people because they their rank isn't too good. I mean if we've all had bad seasons. You're looking at, you know, people on uh like the general. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You're looking at Jay Eggers. Don't want to name and shame yeah, anyone. Guys <laughs> who guys who are like uh, haven't been having the greatest season by their standards, but by other people's standards they're still having quite a good season. Yeah. Um but, if you're kinda of down around there you know I would say look just have fun you're always going to have a bad season here and there uh, you could be new to the game you could be learning it um, learn your lessons uh, there. but if there's no obvious captain then like I didn't think that that Man City game against Leicester this week was an obvious one yeah you um, did and you said that last week I mean you didn't like uh, you said that last week you said you didn't fancy Man City to just whoop Leicester that you thought Leicester I didn't think would, it was yeah. a triple captain yeah. week you know and mm. some people thought that you know Aguero triple captain was this week was a great shout I didn't really like that that's why I used it in 35 uh, 36 only if you still had it from like if you didn't have a choice to use if, you use, if your plan kind of led you a different way with the other double game weeks and whatnot, I would have made because you have to use it and it's better I would have used it against Leicester than Brighton yeah well I would have thought that last game week of the season anything could happen but then again when anything could happen rotation yeah, could happen exactly like um you know, Liverpool could have lost to Newcastle, Man City could have won, and then it could have been like, oh, they could just rotate their entire team for the final game of the season. Or Florham and Luda can get one point. Yeah. You know, anything like that. I, I do think, um, you but, know, Liverpool as well against Newcastle wasn't going to be an easy game. Um, now, that ended up 3 2, so there was goals in it, but it could have easily been 1 0 or 2 1, and the goal could have come from Wijnaldum or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, this was a good week. I saw some people pu- taking a punt on, like, the likes of Jota. Yeah, but going back to Arnautovic, so just before we go off it, is like yeah. what I wanted to draw the point there was that, like, you know, he did well <laughs> last week, and he's a nice fixture against Watford this week. I oh, know yeah. it's away, but, like, do you think he's an option? Like going like for people looking at like strikers and maybe the odd differential pick and there's only one week left. Is he going into you know because you know what he's capable of going into an away match against Watford? Is that something that you would be able to kind of advise or maybe because mm. this this final game week of the season game week thirty eight always throws up these like strange results, yeah. high scoring results. Um, most of the time the home team puts on a show for their fans. Mm. And it could be like some team could end up winning 6-0 or something like that. Yeah. I think last year uh, wasn't Leicester Spurs. Wouldn't that end up being like 5-4 to Spurs? Yeah, some and it could have been like anything. Like Leicester could have even won that one. It was just one of those games. Um, so that's kind of given me a small bit of hope with Jamie Vardy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then there's, uh, I remember previous seasons. I remember like Southampton 
was it Southampton? No, it was uh, Stoke smashed Liverpool one year, 6-1 or something like that in yeah. the final game of the season. There was a West Brom smashed United, you know. That was 4-all, I think, yeah. wasn't it? Lukaku got a hat-trick. Was it was Alex draw, Ferguson's was last ever game, I think it was. Yeah. All these kind of weird kind of results come up. So, Arnautovic could be a really good shot for that thing, for that reason alone. Yeah. But I don't really like West Ham's consistency. Well, I, I don't like them this season. They're not consistent. Um, I would fancy, I kind of like Watford to, to put a few pass in there. If anything, I would say someone like Troy Deeney is a better shot. Yeah, fair enough. And I'm sure this isn't the last we'll hear of Troy Deeney in this week's episode. But you did mention Liverpool and Newcastle uh, there. And um, that brings us on to another Mr. Consistent for the, at least the second half of the season. And that's Rondon. He did score. We mentioned him briefly. He scored uh, this week against Liverpool. And he's got a nice uh, match against Fulham. Again, another away match. But, uh, you know, with Fulham playing kind of more open, uh, easy kind of football, do you fancy Rondon to maybe keep going with that as well? Is he another? Like, I'm just trying to think of striker options this week because they were so poor last week. I mean, yeah. With Vardy against Chelsea, Jimenez against Liverpool, you know, I'm looking outside the box. Yeah, here. Rashford did nothing, did nothing. you know, um, Aguero blanked. You look, uh, you're right to be looking at forwards. It's a kind of a problem area there. Mm. But I have to say, I'm still looking at the home teams. The same thing I just said there about uh, Arnautovic. Um, look, Fulham are away. I would rather have Mitrovic yeah. than Rondon. But Rondon's in better form, so that feels like a bad thing, to, a weird thing to say. And just Newcastle haven't been good away from home this season. No. They've been... They've been kind of shaky away from home. Fulham have been quite tight. I know they lost there to Wolves at the weekend 1-0, but they had three match. clean yeah. sheets before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, three consecutive clean sheets or two consecutive clean sheets? I can't remember. But um, I think they've only conceded like one goal in three games. Yeah. So if, I don't if, expect Newcastle to, to paddle them. Yeah, it was a tight scoring match like between Fulham and Wolves, but Wolves could have had a lot more. Yeah, the XG in that game, I think I looked at it before the game, was uh, Wolves were over two in the XG, so they should have at least had two goals according yeah. to those stats. And uh, Fulham was less than, just under half, I think. So, yeah, F- Wolves had uh, a lot of better chances. And I was mentioning Jada briefly there because yeah. you said people were captaining Arnautovic. And I said, look, that's a good differential show because the way the Man City and Liverpool fixtures were. But uh, Jota was a good shout this week that nearly came off for people because he could have had a couple of goals. Oh, he could have. Uh, he started off the match by getting booked for diving and then he had at least two more, <laughs> I thought, definite goal chances. Yeah. Uh, and he had a great game. He played absolutely fantastic. The fact that he came out of that with no attacking returns, I was blessed because the guy behind me in the mini league and a lot of players uh, in the FPL still have. Uh, he's very he's very well owned and well liked in the top 10k and in the top you know 100k even and rightly so he's but his uh, overall kind of stats are kind of he's quite low owned but, yeah, but by active players he's well owned yeah I think uh, you know rightly so because he's playing up front for Wolves and he's playing as a midfielder in the game so yeah. it's a def- it's a decent shout I think a lot of players you know would have been put off by how poor or how slow he started the season was because people were expecting a lot of things from him he was playing deeper that yeah. uh, obviously changed and I think since uh, he's been moved up front he's become a different player FPL wise anyway yeah I like him I think uh, I was considering getting him in on my wildcard that time now mm. I went with uh, Decore in the end and uh, I like Southampton's fixtures so I went with Ward Prowse but Jota was definitely in my uh, my thoughts and I think next year next season he'll definitely be in my thoughts I already have Jimenez so it's easy to kind of go without yeah. I don't really want to be doubled up especially when I have Bali in defence that's like triple I'm with triple you. Wolves but uh, he'll definitely be a forward next year uh, yeah very possibly um, and again that's something I'm looking forward to seeing when the next season launches Yeah. Uh, but you know against Liverpool this week I don't think too many people will be putting uh, much 
fate in Wolves to deliver any attack and returns. But you mentioned Southampton there, and you mentioned your boner for home matches, and they have a yeah as big a fucking you know home matches you you know yeah. and handy home matches you can have against Huddersfield this season. That's where this week. that's where I would be looking to to put my boner points. Yeah, uh, would be. <laughs> I don't have like you've Redmond. I have. I'm set for. And that. you've wore Prowse. Mm-hmm. I've wore Prowse. Um, I would like to have Redmond. I think Redmond would be a really good differential captain shout this week if you're kind of lower down the leagues. You want to have a bit of fun. Mm. Um, not so sure about War Prowse. Redmond is playing more out of position up front. I think Redmond has a higher ceiling as well. You know when he does. Yeah, he like can, he can get double hauls. Yeah. and he should have uh, scored last week. He got brought on. He didn't start as well, so that was a bit, mm. a, a bit frustrating. But he did get brought on at halftime. Um, and an instant difference uh, to the team should have scored uh, from a corner as well uh, I think it was a good save or he missed it or whatever but yeah should have got some points and I agree with you I think if you are looking at differential captain options this week Redmond is a, a decent shout I, I actually quite like that that's a a good um, a good idea you know for anyone looking to kind of just make those kind of fucking I think there gaps. see I think there will, Captain Redmond yeah, I think there will be just there's always like somebody who just bangs out a hat trick like Sadio yeah. Mane on the final day of the season for Southampton you know before he goes to Liverpool or Lukaku you know in his last game for West Brom there's always some one or two players who just gets a massive haul in the final day of the season yeah. you know uh, like as I said that Spurs um, that Spurs Leicester game from last season Spurs played Everton earlier on this season and it was something like 6-2 or something yeah, like that around Christmas and uh, yeah there was like tons of points for that so I would be not eyeing up that fixture for Saturday like all you know earlier on this season yeah, just after you were Christmas talking about it. Kane at home to Kane Everton. was the kind of yeah. possible captain choice there now Spurs' form has been terrible and Everton's form has been terrible I actually now expect Everton would beat Spurs like 1-0 or something like that I don't Possibly. think it's going to be this high scoring game but it could be and uh, that's why I was kind of thinking that son to someone like Sigurdsson could be a really good option this week um, oh, but obviously oh. that Spurs game tonight's going to be like they're playing here after we finish this podcast yeah. so um, that's going to make a big, uh, a big if Spurs difference. go out tonight I think you'll be expecting them to put in a decent show uh, in the final game week of the season as you said you know they're playing at home teams like to put on a show for their fans for the final game of the season it's Spurs first final game of the season in uh, the <laughs> new, new stadium, stadium yeah. so they'll be looking to put on something so I, I agree I think this tonight's uh, semi-final Champions League match is going to have an effect on Spurs mindset regardless of the outcome it will have an effect uh-huh. so definitely worth uh, noting that something but I else? think it'll be less less uh, goals in that than I earlier predicted I think that will be not as high scoring a game you're right yeah I agree I think Leverton and Spurs there could be goals but I don't think there'll be like I don't think it'll be a 5-4 Six two kind of game. It could be like two one or something like that. Maybe. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't. Uh, I genuinely don't know how that's going to work out. But I know if I had um, Spurs, you know, options in my team, I wouldn't be expecting too many points from it. You know, like right now. Would you keep them or would you sell them? Well, I mean, right now, Son's not playing, and he's the only <laughs> option that I would have been considering. Damn, I was waiting for you to say, no, I'd keep him, and then I'd go, really, you'd advise me to keep Son? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, classic. Damn. Just sabotaging me. Setting I mean, you up. Son being out, uh, do you think that makes Mora, the fact that he's, I'd have, you know, I would say, essentially nailed on. Yeah. Obviously, tonight can change things, but I would have, you know, I'd imagine he's nailed on. He uh, looked very good in the highlights against Bournemouth. He was like the one player who looked like he would actually, could score, yeah. would score. 
Um, he looked very sharp. He's not really too consistent. Nope. So Sun Tomorrow could be a very good shout. Uh, but I've just... You have, like you mentioned, players that can deliver hat-tricks out of nowhere. And he didn't do that too long ago. Yeah, not too long ago he did that. Um, I just think maybe Everton are just... As I said, they've got eight clean sheets down their last ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's going to be a lot of goal. If they can see, I don't think going to concede too much. If I look at those fixtures to try and determine where there's going to be high-scoring games, possibly... Um, Crystal Palace Bournemouth is one that could be nil all yeah. or it could easily be three all or 4-3 yeah. to some team I actually see Crystal Palace uh, putting Bournemouth to the sword in that match yeah so do I yeah. um, which is why uh, the, you mentioned Zaha earlier and I mentioned Zaha on last week's pod that he was very close to being my transfer in this week and I didn't do it in the end is he would you consider taking a hit this week no. no that's a great question though because a lot of people have been discussing this on the FPL community on Twitter are hits worth it at this stage of the season yeah I don't think so um, if I would if you're chasing your mini league I think they're, they are for fun yeah if you want like if you're nowhere near your mini league and you're kind of like you know what I'm 30 points off I might as well have I'll, I'll take a hit I wouldn't be taking more than minus 4 but yeah. if you had to get rid of Sun and you know by dropping him down to somebody like 4.5 to 5 million that could allow you to upgrade Jimenez to someone like Aubameyang yeah, yeah, yeah exactly Lacazette or even um, who's, I was going to say Firmino but I guess he's an injury doubt but it, if it was to allow you to get somebody else up to a premium player then I would say look maybe minus four could be worth it but then I always then go into captain or something yeah my, like my rule as I always say is if you're taking a hit it should be for somebody you would strongly consider captaining yeah I would be I would t- I think that rule is pretty decent I wouldn't live and die by it but what I would live and die by uh, when I take a minus four, it's basically with multiple games in hand. Yeah, you know. That, so in my head, I'm going. It's not really a minus four if he pays off over the next two or three game weeks, or it's not like a straight minus four. You can divide that. Yeah. up if it works out. My rule is like, well, they, they, you have to cap, you have to captain this week, and that's I often broke my own rule. If I know that I'll probably captain him the following week or the week after, if yeah. I, it's kind of like I want this person anyway, and they are a captain option I'm not captaining him but I might captain him next week yeah exactly exactly and I'd be the same so going taking a minus four when there's only one game week left you'd have to be in a pretty specific situation as you said if you're if you're trying if, if it's all gone and you're just taking a last ditch effort or you're just trying to have a bit of fun then why the fuck not if you're trying to catch a hat trick but you've only got one you've not got that multiple game weeks mm. you're talking about to, to, for it to pay off so yeah. I just don't think it's worth it I'm going to stick with the one and I don't want to get rid of a midfielder for Sun. I don't have to. I mean, I could You're play... not going to burn a transfer. See, my midfield is okay. Yeah. Like, if I just bench Sun, I'm not going to burn a transfer. Yeah. But if I bench Sun, I've got Babel, who's got a great home fixture yeah, this week. Yeah. Um, I've got Warprouse, great home fixture, and I've got Sterling and Mane. So... So, my... Two of my three strikers aren't that great. So, if I get someone for Sun, it means I have to bench either Jimenez... Or I have to bench Babel. Vardy, or or, yeah. or Babel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm or like, I could just go. You know what? Keeps uh, like get rid of Son, and I could just go stick him on the bench. Yeah, and just go uh, Jimenez to, you know, Zaha, or I could go. Actually, he's probably even more expensive than he's probably not as he expensive is, yeah. as Zaha. Have you any cash in the bank? I have some, yeah. I think I don't know what I have. I'd have to check, but I have like 0. 0.5, 0. 0.6, so I might be able to do something like that. Or yeah. I could go for an Adwich, or I could go for Mitrovic, or I could try take a punt with someone like Ings. Yeah, it could yeah, be Ings. someone like Danny Ings. Could be just someone who gets a hat trick of 
penalties or something this week. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it wouldn't be too shocking because he's the kind of player that, you know, you saw at the start of the season, he's easily uh, capable of scoring a goal yeah. or two. His know? injury record puts me off, but like, you know, Shane Long or something like that. You, you and it's only one game. So. Oh, it could be like Calvert-Lewin gets two goals in a 4-3. Well, that's the thing for me is like, do I play Calvert-Lewin against Spurs this week? Because uh, I do have uh, War Prowse and Redmond. Yeah. I do fancy more rotation um, at home to Huddersfield for Southampton. Uh, I know you weren't aware of it last week, but he did come out after uh, game week 36 and say that, you know, it's going to be rotation city. And um, he didn't lie. He We saw the likes of Forster playing and... Uh, Redmond didn't start uh, so yeah Forster was a really shocking one to see in there. Yeah, and he had a fucking shocking game so it was like he did ring the changes at half time and stuff didn't he because they had such a poor so bad yeah. first half so it'll be interesting to see how he approaches the last game but I wouldn't be I definitely wouldn't be taking hits for Southampton assets if they're from your team already and you have some backup why in the fuck not play him so I think that's a fair, a, a fair shout um, you've talked about it we've kind of beat around the bush who is sitting at your in pole position for your captain Armand this week, Seamus? Um Sterling or Aguero. Yeah, City. Yeah, City. Um you know they gotta go this is their last game of the, oh no, actually they've got a cup final, don't they? They do, but it's the last <clears> game of the league. But it's the last game of the league. If they lose or draw, they won't probably win the league. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna go all out first. They've been winning these ones kind of tight. Brighton are safe, Brighton are shite. Um so they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna stick a few past them. But here. what Brighton can do is put everyone behind the ball, <laughs> and that's yeah. essentially and, what Leicester did. And Brighton are away from are Brighton are at home. That's what I'm saying. And Man City are much much stronger at the Eddie Head. So, no, I still think I still think they'll they'll pummel them. Yeah, I still think I think it's going to be an anticlimactical final day of the season for Liverpool fans and stuff like that. I thought if City were going to drop points, and I thought they really could have against Burnley or Leicester. I thought it was going to be in those two games, and they both came through those one nil, one nil. Yeah. I don't see this being a one nil. I see this being like a four nil. I see them being two nil up at half time, and I see um, I see them putting on a bit of a show. The second half and Brighton getting a bit despondent. They could, they, Brighton could get a goal for their fans, but I definitely see three or four goals for City, and I think. Uh, yeah, Sterling or Aguero. I haven't decided. Which. I'm a lot. I'm a lot more concerned than you uh, after watching the Leicester match, and seeing City look so shaky at times. I wonder that if 45 minutes go by and Brighton hold them out for 45 minutes, what does that do to City minds? Do you know what what effect will that have on them? I think it took something like companies fucking you know thunder thunder, bastard. Of, thunder bastard of a goal, and what a fucking goal it was. Uh, yeah, we didn't even discuss that. What yeah. a strike that was! Yeah, that was crazy. I, I sat there ex- like talking to the girlfriend about it, you know, kind of going <laughs> like, "This man, blah blah." I'm not even a fan of company or fucking city, but I was just like, you know, talking about what that meant, what he's done, and like just the narrative of the goal itself. The man who scored it of all people, like yeah. Mister Mister Man City, like twenty seven shots outside the box he's taken in his whole career for City. <laughs> and that was one of them. It was the first goal. Uh, was, I don't know if it was the first goal that ah, he scored from outside the box. Ever scored, I'd say he's hardly ever scored from outside the box, is he? But I don't know, I doubt it. But either way, that's fucking up there uh, with one of the best goals of the season. And uh, I think it took something like that to break Leicester. And I wonder if Brighton do manage to hold City at bay for 45, 60 minutes, what that's going to do. You uh, yeah, maybe. They won't. They yeah. won't keep him at bay for 35, 45. They're definitely going to be behind at half time. Well, as a man who doesn't want Liverpool to win the league, I hope you're fucking right. You know, I so. feel I feel very calm. I wasn't confident before this game we could finish, but now that Man City have come through and they've won it, I think Man City have been here before. They are the current champions. Yeah, they're not going to be you know put off by you know a difficult stubborn team every week. They play teams who put all the men behind the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, Brighton. I think if Brighton were playing for something, this would be a tricky one. Yeah, the fact that Brighton aren't, I think they'll 
Because Brighton's attitude has been terrible in a lot of games this season. And did you see Burnley? Like, Burnley were safe. Burnley's attitude was terrible against Everton this week. Everton came out wanting to win. Burnley were like, oh, we'll go out and we'll, we'll do our best. Oh, we're 2-0 down. Like, they could have been several goals down. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's going to be the exact same performance we're going to see from Brighton this week. I could be completely wrong. Mm-hmm. And Liverpool fans could be celebrating at the end of the game week. Uh, that's what I see. And that's yeah. what I'm leaning into. That's fair enough. back what I think. That's fair enough. Um, as I said, I don't think you, you know, you're, you're, you're acting the maggot. I think that's a relatively, uh, you know, safe opinion to have. And I think I'm probably going to follow suit with that because I fancy Captain Aguero this week. Uh, stick with him. Um, with Salah's kind of injury doubt I'm not going to go with him against Wolves even though it did work out for me the last time I captained Salah against Wolves he did score I think that was in the league yeah it was uh, like Christmas I remember Christmas that time going, yeah. he scored because you didn't have him and a question for you there okay mm-hmm. um, so what do you think of Andy Robertson um, as you mentioned I don't have and that issue to worry about but uh, you said he went off injured at half time was it in the Champions League match? yeah he's a real doubt to play this weekend it's kind of one of those injuries he's getting a scan today I haven't as of this moment I haven't heard anything about the results of that we'll probably have to wait until Jurgen's press conference if he doesn't reveal, I mean the match is on Sunday yeah. so all the games are on Sunday so that gives him an extra day to recover I assume he's going to play his best team if he can if yeah. we don't get any concrete news do you think maybe a straight swap to Trent might be a good idea? For sure, I think like it uh, for you specifically the fact that you have that sun uh, problem in your team, but that you can get around it. Maybe it wouldn't be so easy if you have to choose between Robertson and Sun. Uh, but and as maybe, I said, I could just bench yeah. Sun and play um, play three strikers. Exactly, I play Jimenez and Vardy, which yeah. I don't really want to do because I don't really like either of those fixtures. I think Robertson to Trent would be by far and above the safest, and probably. Uh, you know, most sure move to do, uh, if you, especially because you know you want to stick with Liverpool assets uh, and Man City. They're the only two, two teams with like definitely something to play for. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so yeah, I think that Trent would be a good decision. I mean, that's something I haven't really thought about before we started recording because like the percentage that uh, of managers that own Robertson is massive. It's like, really big. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, I think it's something you play it by ear, and if you are looking to. Like with the form that Trent is on at the moment, like there's no worry yeah, with so picking him. Like he's solid. He could be just benched though for. Well, he's he's playing bench the strongest final game of the season. He has to no, play him. No. Like he's he's realized and seen how important that is. And if anything, if Robertson's out, Gomez could play left back because that's where he came on. Well, no, actually, that's a, that's not correct. But he has played left back before Gomez. Yeah, and I, left back. I definitely uh, don't think he's going to be dropping uh, Armstrong at home to. At home, the final game of the season when they have to win. I mean, he's been fucking phenomenal over there. Armstrong. Yeah, I call him Trent Alexander Arnold. What's I call him? Armstrong? <laughs> I like it. We call him Armstrong from now on. Uh, you know, Trent Armstrong? That's a comic book character that whips in deadly uh, yeah, crosses. I, I think um, I might see, as I said, if I'm going to make a transfer, I could go for like the Zaha or one of these cheaper strikers for someone like Jimenez. Yeah. But then I also kind of feel like. You know what, Jimenez and Wolves' record against the top teams. Very good. You know, it's been quite good. But last game of the season when Liverpool really wanted, you got to think they've just kept so many clean sheets, yeah. kept so many teams out that I Vardy's think, more likely to score, I think, than Jimenez this week. For sure, Chelsea. yeah, for sure. And I think I give Chelsea probably too much credit at the top of the show. Um, probably, be, probably because uh, you know they're pretty much in Europe now. Fair play to them. I think they've grinded out some results over the last couple of weeks. Are they playing tomorrow? They must be playing tomorrow. Yeah, they're playing the Europa League tomorrow. So we'll know by tomorrow then if they're in the final. If they're in the final, 
and so are Arsenal. Yeah. I'm a, I'd be just avoiding those two for a game. I'll probably, yeah, be captaining yeah. Cardi. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, like, it can all change uh, depending on how Europe goes this week uh, with Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal still to play. But I'm with you. I think with your team at the moment, you need to just focus on the two injuries uh, or the two, you know, holes and that's Son and Robertson. Yeah. Uh, either way, I'm pretty golden. I don't know what transfers I'm going to make this week. I might have now look. Uh, I, I still have Clavert Lou, and I don't think I have too much money in the bank. Do you know if you roll your final, your game week 20, if you roll your game week 38 transfer, mm-hmm. you get two wild cards yeah. next season? <laughs> yeah. You can start off with two wild cards. You can cards. start off with two. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> uh, speaking of sound advice, um, it is worth noting that the game, week, the game week doesn't kick off till Sunday this week. So everyone can chill out in bed on Saturday morning and not freak out about changes they haven't made. Right, um, right, right, the missus. Right, or the mister. Or whatever floats your boat, yeah. yeah. And uh, it gives you an extra day to listen to uh, the FPL Hangover podcast. You can listen to it twice. Mm. You can listen to it like Thursday or Friday, and you can listen to it Saturday morning again in bed. Lucky to our dulcet tones. Yeah, and what's gonna get you more erect than listening to us to gag abouts? But maybe uh, about the wine. Maybe about the wine. Although I don't know. I think it's three glasses limit for me. Uh, bringing on to limits, you've just about uh, reached your limit with the hot shots and puck fathers, Seamus. I fucking beat you with a hot shot for like just the first time in so long. That's so saying. long. I can't even remember the last time I beat you. For. And all thanks to uh, Eden Hazard. Yeah. And his final, possibly his final home game uh, for Chelsea. Yeah, so you you went with, um, obviously, a um, uh, Man City player. I, I went without any Man City I went players. all in on City yeah. last week for my hot shots. I didn't pick any City player, which allows you to get Sterling and Aguero. Yeah, which, well, as it turned out, just was a bad week for that. Yeah, and I think you were, you got paid off for it. You went with Hazard over Sterling. You could have went with Sterling last week because mm. I'd already taken Aguero. And you said, no, I'm going with Eden Hazard at home to Watford. Uh, and he was right, 11 points. And Two assists, yeah. Pogba hit the bar then as my other option. He was. So that so, could have been even more comprehensive. But yeah, I'll I, take it. I don't often beat you. You don't, but you did. You got 13 points, Hazard and Pogba. And I had Aguero starting, yeah, so they didn't deliver. And our Pogba's were equally miserable for me. Uh, we both got two each. I had Dominic Calvert-Lewin, or Dominic Calvert-Armstrong, as I like to call him. Yeah, it felt any double-barrel names. Yeah. Alex Oxlade-Armstrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it felt a hard one to pick the Pogba's on last week because... Yeah, there was a lot of like players that aren't highly, highly owned that might be under 10%, but they were all better than 5%, like Jota and Delefeu and stuff like that. Well, Delefeu not last week, but Jota, for example. So uh, you did end up picking Dominic Calvert-Loon, which I thought was a great pick because they did actually put Burnley to the sword. He just was not amongst the points, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I went with Babel, and that was a pure uh, form over fixture. Um, knew it would be a tough one, but uh, he didn't get any shots in the game anyway. He... Two yeah. weeks in a row for you, and he delivered the week beforehand, so why yeah. not? Yeah, no, that was fair enough. Neither of them did anything, and coming to this week's picks, you got first shout, and uh, I believe you have decided to... Yeah, yeah. I back in Man City, and it was really a toss-up, Sterling or Aguero. Uh, I went with Sterling, midfielder, gets extra point for goals, points for clean sheet, and yeah, I just think he's probably better away from home than Aguero. Aguero's better home banker. Yeah, no, that's fair enough, and to... You know, show that I fully support that. I have gone with Aguero. Um, well, <laughs> I'd, I'd have, have both. I'd have both of my team. If I'm thinking about who I'm going to captain, I'm leaning slightly more towards uh, Sterling than Aguero. Yeah, interesting. I bet you captain Aguero by the end of the week. 
Uh, yeah, uh, maybe. I'm kind of thinking I'll end up captaining Sterling. Yeah, fair enough. I did pick Aguero, though, and uh, so that's both of us with City covered this week. And your second hot shot, Seamus? Um, would be Mane. Um, sticking with the teams going for the title. Uh, game against Wolves will be obviously pretty tough, but Wolves aren't brilliant away from home. Liverpool are going to be seriously super geed up, like bag of cocaine deep yeah. geed up after beating Barcelona 4-0 this week. Oh, yeah. So uh, bam, bam, they're going to be... I know it could be that they're just exhausted afterwards and it could be a dull affair, but Manny was excellent. They have the extra day's rest. They played on Tuesday. They're not playing till Sunday. I think they'll be high energy game I think they'll win I think Mane's home form has been superb so I'm backing my man Mane over Salah yeah no fair enough and if uh, Salah wasn't injured out I'd probably go with him but as you said you think he's going to be back though he's, yeah he probably will he's meant to be back he's, he's the concussion protocol rules him out uh, only rules him out only for one game so yeah either way I've decided to go with Zaha go with his Tottenham. namesake go with his namesake yeah mildly uh, uh, Wilfred Zaha has Mo made Zaha. his way into <laughs> Mo Zaha that sounds like a player that already exists oh I'm thinking of your man that runs Mo Farah <laughs> but uh, yeah no Zaha he's uh, as I said a home match against Bournemouth I think he looked decent last week and I think Bournemouth's away record freak speaks for themselves and uh, Crystal Palace I feel like it could be that could be the match that ends up with a shit ton of goals I feel it. the same and I only have one Basaka in that game and part of me just wants to get in on Zaha. Zaha, I yeah. wouldn't be 100% surprised to see Wilson get banging a couple of goals <laughs> and it'd be like Zaha do not know Wilson get it so 5-4 I mean, to Palace they both do loads two hat-tricks yeah Wilson. could yeah. be yeah so um, yeah Zaha is a, a really good shout uh, I think as well yeah different uh, we haven't really picked Zaha in our hot shots no it's been a much. while um, I just was like I don't even think he's below 5% owned anyway, so I don't think he'd be valid for the Puck Fathers. It's a Game Week 38 kind of pick. It is a Game Week 38 kind of pick. And speaking of Puck Fathers, um, it was my pick first, and you, as I mentioned already, picked Babel twice uh, in the last two, you know, over the last two Game Weeks. And to remove that temptation from you, I've picked him this week. <laughs> <in my, laughs> There's a real good chance I would have picked him again, yeah. actually. Yeah. Home match against Newcastle. Uh I think, uh, as I said, he's he's playing pretty well. He looks like kind of the standout attacker in that team. Fulham are not on a bad run of form. Yeah, I think he's trying up. to put himself in the shop window a bit. Possibly. You know, I don't think he wants to be playing championship football next year. I thought he was there on loan. Um, or I thought he was signed until the end of the season. But apparently, I don't know, I keep... I'm hearing that he's could be with them next season. So maybe there's like an option to extend, extend out an extra year or something. Yeah. Well, he's getting on now. So, I mean, yeah, uh, he'll be happy just to get first in football. And uh, yeah, so I don't know what to do when I can't pick Babel. I'm kind of a bit lost. Well, yeah. uh, in the end, I just said I go for Tridini. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Because <laughs> uh, again, I that's the other game where I think there could be a bucket load of goals. Uh, Watford versus West Ham. I think Watford. Now they could be really prone to rotation, but Dini has been sitting out the last three games because of his suspension yep. for that red card against Arsenal. So he's certainly going to come back in. He's going to be fresh. I think they need to lay down a bit of a marker for before the FA Cup final. Yeah. I think they'll want to go into it with a bit of form. They won't want to go in losing their last uh, game because they haven't been in great form recently. So but this no isn't really to lose a, their last home game of the season. Yeah, this hasn't really been a form pick because I think they've lost their last two games. They haven't been great lately, lately anyway. Um, I think they'll lay down a marker. And I think West Ham have been awful at various stages this season. 
Um, yeah. Maybe if West Ham were at home, they might put up more resistance, but they're away. So I think Troy Deeney uh, could do well here. At least I think there could be goals in that game. And I think Troy Deeney's on penalties and be in around that. Yeah, that's a very, very fair pick. Is that fair? It is fair, Seamus. And I stand by it. And I stand by my podcast man. And if you want to stand by us podcast men, you can reach out to us on Twitter at FPL Hangover. At, on Twitter, yeah, at FPL Hangover. You can also reach us on Gmail at FPL Hangover at gmail.com. Old school. Uh, I think we'll about wrap it up there. I'm finished spouting nonsense. How about you, Seamus? Uh, yeah, nonsense complete. Yeah, I hope everyone uh, really enjoys their last game week of uh, the season. I've had a lot of fun, and we'll be back next week with our final game week review. Hopefully, to confirm that you know I've beaten you in our little, um, you know, our own mini our league. Little mini league. Get out! It's of not a little. It's all that matters. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, that, to be honest, I care more about this than the cash league yeah. that I'm in. Uh, that I have a chance of winning money in. But yeah, I kind of feel like I've, with more than fifty points between us. Gotta feel safe, but I mean, God knows. I mean, it could end up being, as I said, if I had thirty points this week, which I got under thirty points this week, mm-hmm. and you nail your captaincy, it's some mad random Redmond captaincy Maybe, or something yeah. like that. Um, the stars align. Yeah, the yeah. stars align. It could be one of those seasons. Then we end up talking about for years and years and years. But uh, I hope to God that doesn't happen. And we're celebrating. I'm celebrating. I'm pretty sure you're week. never going to bring it up if that did happen. You're not going to. There definitely won't be that. a season two of the <laughs> FPL Hangover if that happens. I just don't think I could face it. Although I don't know. Fair enough. Fair but uh, yeah, I know. Look, guys, uh, we will be doing a, what a end of season one. Um, well, the next episode will be a game week uh, 38 review and after that we'll probably do a season review. We'll need a week to prepare and get all our shit together. Yeah. So we'll talk about that next week's episode. But, so there'll definitely uh, be two more episodes? There'll be definitely two more in this season. Cool. Yeah. Right. So Sounds don't, good. don't you know, pull out your hankies just yet. Don't lose your shit. Don't lose your shit. Okay, cool. Well guys, um, until uh, game week 38 is completed, have a great week and may your eyes be God bless. Later.